0: planning to, instead of doing it just once a year, I made a decision to do it twice a year. <clears throat> you know, something about family and uh, our theme this year is, if you can see the banner, it says, Strive in the Spirit. And on our leadership camp, we had the privilege to extend that with a subtitle that is by and through our ohana. And we're grateful here in Hawaii. Ohana is a very valuable and special word. And we look at that as family. Somebody say, look at your neighbor and tell them, we're family. Now, even if you don't know the person that you just said that to, tell them, we're family. Okay, they're not responding. Don't talk to them anymore. (laughs) No, somebody say "Grace." grace. Something about family. Family, you can go on and... If there's something that go on in your own house and there's a situation or a disagreement, whatever it is, you end up you know, maybe fighting or saying things or you know, saying, I'm not going to let you borrow my brush anymore. <laughs> whatever the situation is. And you might bicker and batter and say all kinds of stuff and tell mom and dad about what you're going through. But if somebody outside of the house Tries to hinder somebody in your family. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to all nationalities. If you are family, you can just rise up and you can say, "Bob, you know who you're talking to? That's my sister. I'm going to rearrange your map right about now. Isn't that true? Isn't that true? While we're Christians, we don't do that. <laughs> we're born again. We don't do that. We don't act that way. Some of us should not act that way. We go a little bit further. That's the way the body of Christ should be. We should learn to stand for one another in whatever adversity that we face. We should never be trampling over our brother or sister if they made an error or a mistake and they fell. We all made mistakes. We all still make mistakes. Can you smile at your neighbor politely and tell them you messed up again. Okay, now now just stop right there now. Don't tell them what they messed up with and tell them about last week and last month and last year. We all got trips. We all got stuff. Isn't that true? See, that's the reason why we come to our Father's Halle. So that he can help make corrections in our life. Because we are imperfect people. We're imperfect. We look at stuff and we begin to judge. We hear things and we begin to judge. People tell us something about somebody else... But you know their character is different from what they're saying. But because they're saying it, you tend to doubt your relationship with the individual. But that's your brother. That's your sister. That's your mother. That's your father. That's your auntie. And your uncle. (laughs) I was trying to say it politely. I almost got caught there. (laughs) That's your grandpapa. Whatever. Whatever. I mean, we as family can get in a dispute, but you better not let me hear you talking about my brother or my sister, because something rises up inside of me, and I'll tell you what that is. That's your cocoa. That's your bloodline. Your bloodline rises up. Okay, now let me go in a spirit realm. Because you are blood bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. And you have connection with your brother or your sister in Christ. Now that cocoa rises up inside of you. And now you don't attack them like you would commonly naturally do before AD, before Christ came. I had to break that down. But now you're BC. You've accepted Christ. You're born again. Let's not forget the D and the E. We got mixed up there somehow. (laughs) And that's our inside camp joke now. Okay. A, B, C, E, D. Okay. Anyway, you don't know about that, so we're not going to break that down. But we're family. And the blood of Jesus Christ sets us free from error. But if your brother or your sister fell into error, and somebody begins to talk bad about them, Rise up to the occasion and support your brother or your sister. Learn to love them amidst circumstances, amidst challenges, and amidst all the stuff that people might say or think. That's your brother. That's your sister. Love them. Care for them. Pick them up. Lift them up. Stand by their side. Rebuke the accuser. Command that spirit that is not of God to be cast out into outer darkness. The devil is a liar. Can you say it every week? The devil is a liar. This morning, I'd like to talk to you about planting a seed today. Because all in our, our lessons, and we had some awesome time just to be ministered to. Let me watch this. I am the apostle of this house. I sat while my pastors, associate pastors, and their spouses ministered to me. I was ministered to. You know, they, they always give me uh, this here. A hand cloth. And it's mainly to Just make me look good, probably, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how much hand cloths I went through over the weekend. Because tears flowed out of my eyes uncontrollably. My soul and my spirit was saturated by the anointing power of the Holy Spirit. It made me a new man. Well, shouldn't you be at that level? Yes, I am. But even Jesus himself Came down to the level of those that had no understanding of the word of God. And he himself, when he saw that, now he helped. He came down from heaven so that he can get us and pull us up to where he is. Wow. Talk about a spirit of humility. Humbleness. What an awesome God we serve. When we sing worship like this, you you deserve it. My gosh, he's more than worthy of deserving it. But as we give him worship, we're letting him know, Lord, you deserve more and all that we can ever offer to you. The sacrifice of praise. All the honor, all the glory, all the thanksgiving belongs to you. No glory belongs to man. Not one person. We had so much different different themes themes that was being spoken of. And the Spirit of God began to bring these things to us. Tell us this is what we're ministering on. I didn't even have the right order on how it was supposed to go. I said, Holy Spirit, you told me what to do. I wrote it. I gave it. Now you have to put that in order. And everything fell right into its perspective order according to what the will of God was. Number one, family. Number two, unity. Number three, church and ministry. Number four, sports world. And number five, society and community. And man, every one of them just laid a bomb. It brought freedom and liberty to me. Can I get a witness, somebody out there? <laughs> now, you know, we wish we could have take the whole church. How many of you all want to go? Thank you. It's the reason why we didn't take you. <laughs> we may, we, we may so, some year. But it's not all of my selecting. It's God selecting. We had a few that came for the very first time. They had to get up three o'clock in the morning, cook for everybody then wash the dishes, then clean the toilets, and be sure that they were there first at every session. That's called boot camp. Not leadership camp, boot camp. No, we didn't do that to them. Some of you are already thinking in your mind, I ain't going. <laughs> no way. I gotta go do their mess. I ain't going. That's the reason you never came. I'm just having fun with you. But there were so much teachings that really edified the body of Christ, especially me. The song that was sung, and you saw, you know, we had maybe big handful of Shelly up there and the media team, Aloha, and the rest of the camera people, they do an awesome job. They try to catch all the in-betweens. What you saw in five minutes Took us almost three days, and it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. We got to eat, sleep, and shave together. (laughs) What? (laughs) Some of you look at me like I just swore to you. We had a time to just bond, and have a relationship with Christ, as Christ is the head of every man. We had a wonderful time. Plant the seed today. Can you tell your neighbor that? A seed with conception has the ability to produce a harvest. A seed with conception has the ability to produce a harvest. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Luke chapter 8. We're going to start reading at verse number 5. I'm reading at the Amplified. Thank you very much. A soul went out to sow seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the travel path, or the road that they were on, and was trodden underfoot. However, the birds of the air ate it up. Some seed fell on the rock, and as soon as it sprouted, it withered, because it had no moisture. Everybody see that? Help me read the next. And the other seed fell in the midst of the thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it off. Verse 8 says, and some seed fell into good soil and grew up and yielded a crop a hundred times as great as he said these things, he called out. He who has ears to hear, check if your neighbor has ears. Check if it's real ears. A lot of things today are false. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I did apologize. Let him be listening and let him consider and understand by hearing. When his disciples asked him the meaning of this parable or this story or this message. He said to them, to you it has been given to come Progressively, to know, to recognize, and understand more strongly and clearly the mysteries and secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others, they are in parables, just stories. So that, though looking, they may not see, and hearing, they may not comprehend. Now, the meaning or the revelation or the clarity of the parable is this. Are you ready? The seed is the word of God. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. Those along the travel road are the people who have heard, then the devil comes and carries away the message out of their hearts that they may not believe or acknowledge me as their savior and devote themselves to me and be saved here and hereafter before i continue can we go to second corinthians chapter 4 Let's look at two scriptures in verse 3 and verse 4. Pertaining to what we just got your reading in the earlier verses. Let's read this, what it says in Amplified. It says, but even if our gospel, the glad tidings, also be hidden or obscured and covered up with a veil that hinders the knowledge of God. Look at what he said here. It's very important that we see this it is hidden only to those who are perishing and obscured only to those who are spiritually dying and veiled only to those who are lost. For the God of this world, notice the small g there, the imitator, the anti, the make-believe, the false one, of this world has blinded the unbelievers minds you see that help me read it that they should not discern the truth preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ the Messiah who is the image and likeness of God if you believe what the scripture says Help me by saying amen. amen. Now we're going to continue reading in the book of Luke chapter 8. But the reason why the Spirit of God allowed us to get this side passage is to assist what he was saying about the seed sower and those that have received the seed. And we read earlier of what the seed can do. The seed has the ability and the power to produce A harvest. But Watch this. There's something about not just the seed, but the ground that the seed goes into. If something is wrong with your ground that you're about to plant some seed or whatever you're trying to put into this ground to make it. Uh, be settled and take root and pile in the ground that you planted in so that it can grow and bear forth fruit so that you can enjoy it or someone can enjoy it or someone can be nourished by it. It has to be planted in good soil. Look at your neighbor and just tell them, ask them, are you good soil? Some of you asking them and you're shaking your head already. <laughs> you're looking at them like... Some of you disagree. Like, I'm good soil. So what the scripture and the passage was talking to us about was there's different types of soil. However, the seed is the same. And the seed is of the word of God, which is... John 1, one in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Genesis 1 tells us, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 2, the Holy Spirit, howevering, was my sister. Hovering, the, I said that. I first said howevering. It's close to hovering. It's better than hoovering. (laughs) The Holy Spirit was hovering over the face of the waters. And the Spirit of God gave us revelation that as he was hovering over the waters, already it spoke of the triune God. God the Father spoke it. Jesus is the living word. And the Holy Spirit ran across the face of the deep of the waters. But we found that as we were studying this and talking about the seed planting and what God was about to do, he gave us revelation in Genesis uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, because he began to speak of the same power and the same triune and the same Holy Spirit that was birthed or, or came into vision as one of our first parts of reading the Bible came into vision, but in the book of Acts chapter 2 is where the birth of the church came in. Conception to the church by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, we can come to church at any time that is planned for us or prioritized for us with gatherings. But if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to have full access and control over your being. Then you might just be. A church goer. That has the title called. Christian. But you are powerless. Well what does that mean? Luke ten nineteen, 19. Jesus says. Behold I give unto you. Power. To do what? To smash the head of Satan. This, well, I just broke it down street talk. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I've been brought up on the street for years. So I kind of think like the street. But I thank God that the demonstration and the power of the Holy Ghost now lives inside of me. And it gives me understanding to speak wisdom, knowledge, understanding, clarity, and revelation. What does it mean? Now read the scripture. Can we put that up in amplify it? Luke ten nineteen. 19. It tells us, behold. I give unto you power, authority, and power to do what? (laughs) Trample means smash, crush, destroy. Upon serpents, how many of you have serpents like snakes? (laughs) And it's illegal in Hawaii, so if you raise your hand, I'm going to squeal on you. Some of you was about to raise your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get, I get a couple Hawaiian snakes at home. Oh, what do you mean, Hawaiian snakes? Yeah, this one only gets two legs. Oh, you're talking about people. Thank you for that revelation. And the way you look back at me, like, oh, you're talking about your family. Oh, your neighbor. God gave us power then. In Genesis chapter 1, 26, 27, 28, he already gave us the power and authority. But when Jesus came in the New Testament, Jesus is the power that God promised to all mankind. But it says to those that are, who believe. John 3, 3 says those that are born again. And if you're not born again, you will not have access to the kingdom of God. Only if you're born again. How can I be born again? uh, 175 pounds. (laughs) Now, pastor, are you talking about you or your wife? (laughs) Hey, we both are one. (laughs) Okay, so we add five pounds. 180. (laughs) So what God is saying here is... Power and authority has been given to the believer. What, what is a believer? A believer is a person or an individual that hears the word of God receives the word of God, applies the word of God, digests the word of God, and allow the word of God to manifest inside of him or her that whatever obstacle, whatever uh, situation or adversity or challenge that you face, you are able to overcome because Jesus says, you are more, I am more than a conqueror. Can I get a witness out there, somebody? That's what he said. We become more than conquerors. Jesus said it. Who is Jesus? Does he have authority? Let me slap you and wake you up. (laughs) He's God the Son. He's triune. See, many people talk about the Trinity, but they don't understand what the Trinity is. That means the three are in one. But one has three personalities. You're talking about God the Father who is the Alpha and Omega. You're talking about God the Son who is the Living Word. You're talking about God the Holy Spirit that comes with that anointing power to set man free. Jesus was about to leave. As he was about to leave he says all power in heaven and in earth I give unto you. Now go and make disciples. Disciples. Lay hands on a sick. Some people take that in a wrong understanding. They think it's, we got to scrap with those that are sick. Maybe sometime you have to, but uh, no, you don't have to. If there's people who have illness physically, or there's people that are demonically possessed spiritually, or people just physically in their, uh, you know, in their mind, they're not able to think right. How many of us need deliverance? Okay. So, you know, we have a healer, an advocate now. We understand the Holy Spirit comes to lead, guide, and direct us into all truth. So what does this matter with the seed? Thank you for asking. Let's go back to the ground. So we find that the farmer was planting seeds. Let's go back. Let's trace and come back. It says here in verse 5 and he sowed some seeds and it fell on a traveling path where men trotted over and birds ate them up. Some fell on a rock. How many of you plant seeds on a rock? The As soon as it sprouted it withered because there was no soil moisture other fell in the midst of the thorns how many of you love to go in your garden and it's full of thorns and that's where you plant your best seed wake up from that nightmare so you didn't catch that but it's all right That's all right it was on side note anyway But the the thorns grew up, and choked it. Some fell on good soil. Somebody said, good, "Good soil." See, we never want to admit at times that we are the different types of grounds, and we're not the good soil. So God is speaking to us, that receiving the word, but doing just what these different soils do. They can dance and shout like what we had worship going. And I'm grateful for the worship. We can praise and sing. We can lift our hands. The message can speak. We get laughter and we shout amen. But watch this. The word, same word, doesn't take root in your soil. Because all it is is a hype. To your Christian life. But when you walk out. You allow the enemy. To steal the seed. Therefore the seed. Cannot produce. Or cannot bear forth root. To go inside. Your ground. And therefore. When you see things. Hear things. When things are brought to your attention. That you dislike. You easily get offended. What does that mean? It means you begin to get Offended. Is that okay? I know it's not probably written in a dictionary, but look on the Apostle J. <laughs> My book must be about like that already. <laughs> deep, somebody said deep.
1: <laughs>
0: Just not take the line. If not I get finders fees. So verse 8 talks about the good ground and the soil. The Bible said the seed fell into good ground and it grew up and it yielded a crop. I said a crop, C-R-O-P. Okay. some you had too much breakfast. And a hundred times as great as he said these things, he called out, he who has an ear to hear, let him be listening. And let him consider and understand by hearing. Now watch this. Naturally, commonly, physically, you hear with ears. You don't hear with your nose. Some of you do. You get nosy. Don't you notice that's one of the reasons why you always have a cold? Because you don't know how to keep your nose out of other people's business. And therefore, the virus you caught was from somebody else. And if you're not careful, you continue to spread the virus to other people. Somebody say, the devil is a liar. So when you walk around, walk around with a mask. so your ears are for for listening you know the education 90 at least 90% of education comes by hearing by hearing you have to be a good listener if you want to become a teacher and you are a student you have to be a good student whatever it is that whatever it is that you are going to get a higher degree or higher education you have to pay attention to the professor that is teaching the class so eventually you begin to get all the nutrients necessary to come to that level. Everybody with me? That same thing is what God is trying to do to his people. He's trying to bring his people to an area where Jesus Christ is. The Bible says we are imperfect. Yes, that is true. But the Bible also says we are walking towards perfection. We are walking towards perfection. We are imperfect people. Look at your neighbor. Tell him, you're imperfect. You're just a couple degrees higher than me. (laughs) We are all imperfect. But I'm thankful today that God's grace is here for me. That I'm able to open up, watch this now, my spiritual ears and hear exactly what God has to say to me. See, every one of us that are here should not be here listening for somebody else. And many a times without us realizing, we're here listening for somebody else. And you know what we're saying on our chair? Man, I hope Auntie in the front is listening to this message. (laughs) Because this message is for Auntie. Auntie, open your ears. See, we say that in our heart and in our mind. But Jesus says, if you only open yours, I'm speaking to you. It sounds like I'm speaking to auntie, and which I am speaking to auntie, but I'm speaking mainly to you because all the stuff you talk about is always about auntie and never about you. And God says, I want to get to your heart and what I have for auntie. I'm dealing with auntie over there, but I'm dealing with you right now. Come on, tell your neighbor, God's dealing with you. you. Now all you got to do is listen. Just listen. Just listen. Many times I've been asked questions. What about this and what about that? And how do you do this and how do you do that? And really, if it's a spiritual matter, I can't give an answer do I have the assurance from my father so I can't make a decision I'll have an assumption I'll write stuff out and I'll begin to pray about it that's what we're supposed to do that's what we should be doing Ah, just, ah, just trust God and God's giving you some idea of what he's trying to do ah, did you write something down are you focused, are you meditating read what Joshua 1.8 says let not this word depart out of your mouth But begin to what? Meditate. Meditate is not I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's not meditation. It's constipation. So, if you have constipation, lungs is right, right here. Get set free. Because he that the son sets free. Is hey, and when you get free, stay free. Keep yourself unplugged. Some of you just got a spiritual revelation right about there. Stay unplugged. And if you got a bunch of folks in the house, don't let them know that you just got unplugged. Okay, let's move on there. I don't know why I said that. I just had another revelation or something. Oh, whoop, there it is. Only because we had three bathrooms and 150 people. There we go. I wonder why the trees around us was nice and green. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Verse 9, verse 9. I'm almost done. You're holding me up. (laughs) And when his disciples asked him the meaning of these parables, he began to say this to them in verse 10. To you it has been given to come progressively to know and recognize or have a revelation of the mysteries and the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others, they are just stories. So that though looking they may not see, hearing they may not comprehend. Now this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Somebody say the seed is the word of God. God. Those along the travel road are the people who heard. The devil comes and carries away the message from their heart. So another aspect or spiritual aspect of hearing is from your heart. Not just your physical ears. Okay. That they may not believe and acknowledge. And and then we read 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4. Talking about the gospel. Says in parentheses the glad tidings. He was really talking about the good news. That's what glad tidings is. So that the small g, verse 4. 2 Corinthians 4, 4. For the God, small g of this world. Thank you. Has blinded the unbelievers mind that they should not discern the truth, preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, the Messiah, who is the image and likeness of God. Now watch this and I'll dive into verse 13. There was a story about a man named Paul. He's now the Apostle Paul. He was Saul at that time. Saul was, how might you say? Not just, uh, how might you say it properly? Saul was an individual that persecuted, tortured, killed, murdered, strangled, raped, did all sorts of things against the church or the word way, the way. The word way means Christ, Christians. So Saul was given documents and he seeked after the documents from the synagogues of the uh, Sanhedrin synagogues and from the, those that were operating the, the synagogues and he went in and he said of the Roman church, he said let me go forth and, and find these people of the way and let me persecute them. So while he was on Acts chapter 9 I believe while he was on his way to Damascus the Bible says a light shone from heaven and knocked him off of his horse or his donkey Or his ass. Uh. (laughs) Huh? Anyway, he fell down from whatever he was writing. (laughs) And the Bible says the light was so bright that it took his sight. He was not able to see for more than three days. While he was blind, he was clueless of what was happening and what knocked him down to the ground. He heard a voice from heaven. It says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Saul immediately recognized that the voice he heard was not a voice. Of any natural being. He recognized immediately. That the voice that was speaking to him. He couldn't see it. But had so much power. It penetrated his natural senses. Somebody catching something right now? When the word of God comes forth. Even in a delusion. Or disbelief. Or unbelief of our hearts and our minds. The word has so much power, it penetrates your natural mind. Although you could see, you could only see in the natural. But now the voice of God that has power and authority can cause you to shut you off from what you can see. And open up what you cannot see. Because the things that you can see are called temporal. But the things that you cannot see are called eternal. He was now speaking to an eternal God. That the only one that can bring deliverance and can change and can heal and bring salvation in his life. Now Saul wasn't a pushover. He was a well-educated man. That's why he wrote most of the New Testament When he got born again. And he became one of the first apostles. He was in a pushover. But God spoke to him by first knocking him off of his pride. The Bible says. Pride will come, but then all of a sudden you'll be cut down to the ground. It will cause you to fail. It will cause you to fall. It will cause your relationship with your spouse to be hindered and distracted. It will cause your family to begin to separate and disassemble themselves because of pride. Pride can kill you and it's eating right at you. And you don't know it. Pride persecutes many. But never sees the error and wrong. Within themselves. Pride rises up as a tower. But not know. That he is a disassembled. And a destructive building. That is very very small. That's exactly. To what happened to Saul. And Saul by that time now. Recognize that what he was doing was in error. What will it take to bring you to your knees. So that you would realize that what you're doing is in error. That's the power of the seed. It's not the power of a man. It's not the power of a church. It's not the power of religion. It's not the power of tradition. It's not the power of culture. It has to be of a relationship With Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And he alone brings deliverance. He alone brings healing. He's the only one that can bring you salvation. Only by and through the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you believe that, somebody say with me, amen. Amen. There is no other way. I got challenged many a times. I don't think you should be preaching about that. I don't think you should be telling the people about this. Well, you said this and say that, and then you come on the on a stage on a platform, on a on a Harley Davidson. Whoop! There it is. <laughs> Bam! Hey, some some preachers like to preach over a podium. I do too, so I can lean. But God gave me another opportunity and a privilege to speak to you on my bike. Now now watch this, don't clap yet, no clap, you're gonna clap after this one. <laughs> Which look more presentable and nice? This or that? Somebody say that. Funny, I ask the question and I give you the answer too. Wow, what can teach that? How many of you like that kind of teacher? You ask the question, and you give them the answer. Some of you will be like, oh, I know the answer, but I'm going to wait for the teacher. <laughs> I was just going to say, there isn't an anointing in that bike, but cousin, there is. You try to start them up and whack that throttle. you going to fly. <laughs> Believe me. But I'm not going to let you go on my bike. Here we go. Okay, I'm trying to wrap this up. You're just holding me back. (laughs) Verse 13. Those upon the rock are the people who when they hear the word, receive and welcome it with joy. But these have no root. They celebrate for a moment. They believe for a while. And in time of trial and temptation, they fall away. They withdraw. And they stand aloof. Alof. They stand gazing. (laughs) And as for what fell among the thorns, these are the people who hear. But as they go away, they are choked and suffocated by the anxieties and cares and riches and pleasures of life. And their fruit does not ripen, come to maturity or perfection. It's just like having a mango tree and your mango come, you know, like this, look like mountain apple. Then you see them turn yellow and the thing never grow anymore. Then the thing shrink, wrap itself and it falls to the ground. Don't let the fruit that God's speaking into your life only come to that type of maturity. Let it bloom and let it blossom to its full potential that when your neighbor sees the fruit in their yard They're going to claim the mango first. (laughs) And you just spark them when you're in by the kitchen and your neighbor's over there pulling the mango. (laughs) And that's just a mango you had planned to cut after dinner. (laughs) So what do you do politely as your friend on the side? Eh, leave them alone. (laughs) Why? The mango is in my yard. Yeah, but the tree, the root is in mine many of you know whose mango is it you decide that when you go home because I had a bunch of bananas in my yard however the root was in the other side of the fence and I was just owner for banana cake somehow that banana fell without (laughs) any anything it just fell now explain this to me how does a green bunch banana just fall I don't know, it just sounds like a good so- story, so I told you that part. <laughs> okay, let's move on. We're almost gone. Sounds like a good one, every big bunch, banana fall. Now I can make patele. <laughs> Not me, but I'm going to let my son-in-law make him. <laughs> but as for those, 15, for that seed in the good soil, these are the people who are hearing the word. Look at that. And they do what? Hold it fast. In a just, noble, virtuous, and worthy heart. And steadily bring forth fruit with patience. And everybody that read these scriptures said amen. Amen. What is God saying to us? I'm going to wrap it up. I might continue it next week. What is God saying to us about the seed? I'm going to have... uh, our camp members come on up. We're going to do a number for you. I'm going to break dance for you. That's yeah. so why I bought my cowboy hat and my tapping shoes. Because I can tap on this rug and you don't know. <laughs> it's called the moonwalk. Back to my chair. Some of you are still sleeping. What does the seed? What he that I'm talking about? Pastor Jerry bought an awesome message yesterday. And uh, if we can shoot that picture up for a moment. We are like the Kahlo. Pastor Jerry used this to evaluate her message, illustrate, illustrate her message. And it talks about the kalo. But the kalo has to go into the loi. And how it goes into the loi, it doesn't go into the loi like that, just kalo. But it's the top, which is called the huli. And they put it inside of the loi. And then eventually, after time, because it's in water, most of the time it is in water, the more water that continues to fill the huli, it begins to bear forth root. And that same huli that goes into the ground begins to bear fruit and becomes another kalo. And notice you see the the on the side that bear that come out from the kalo. We were taught, and Pastor Jerry left uh, spoke an awesome message. I'll probably have her to teach that on a night. How many of you would like to hear Pastor Jerry minister? On the Kahlo, let me ask that question again. How many of you want to hear that? Okay, darling, you're on on Wednesday. So you are able to hear what she wants, she needs to share with us because she, she broke it down to all of us. And through this, she, she found a song and she began to, uh, she was a composer of a lyrics to this song. And she just kind of wrote a few things And then she said, "Uh, honey, listen to this. Is is this cool? And I I began to listen to it, and I began to sing with it. And I said, man, you are blessed with a gift. You can compose your own song. She said, nah, I don't care. I said, I disagree with you. After she got done with the message and explaining how we are like the kalo in the lo'i. And bearing more of our family. That's what we are. Spirit of God says download on the spirit the seed. The message of seed sowing. Not to get off the subject but Pastor Jadine just mentioned. If you were not here on Wednesday. You need to get Wednesday night's message. It's going to blow your mind because it blew all of ours. What does the seed represent? First of all, everything that God does or wants from you and I is first. Your first fruits, first fruits of your income, first fruits of your harvest. Everything first, because he is the Alpha, Omega, the beginning and the end. The f- and the- so we are like Kahlo in Aloy. We are family. let put together this song and had the media to help us. And we're going to ask you to sing along with us. Is that okay? I'll ask them to move this podium so I can break dance for you. You know I'm only kidding in that part, right? But we're going to talk about planting the seed. So some of you might know this song. It's been sung on the radio and in different places. But some of you might know the song. So if you know the song, don't be ashamed. Rise up. Because we are family. We are Ohana. We are Kalo. I was going to say, Kulu, we are, we are Kalo in the same lo'i. We are family of God. So join in with us as we sing the song. We will put the words up so you can help sing it with us. Come on, gang.
1: Is my family and the Lord is my home. Got a bird in the sunshine, all the sunshine, and the rain that helps us grow. If I am transplanted. will That's why I say. Plant the seed today. Watch it grow tomorrow. Get the cake Give the cakey love. Give the cakey love. And it will grow up strong, just like us. Plant the seed see to, see today. Watch, Watch it grow tomorrow. Watch it grow tomorrow. Give the cake love And they will grow up strong Just like Carlo. My love is with you always Even when I say goodbye It flows like heated in And we're falling from To leave you once again My love will still remain yeah, That's why, why I said plant the sea today Watch it grow, grow tomorrow Give the cake me love And they will grow up strong Just like I love like the, the sea today, plant the seed today. Once you grow tomorrow Give the cakey love Give the, cake you love, give the cake you love And they will grow up strong oh. Just like Harlow I, oh, I will always love you And I will never ever forget All the things that I was taught When I was just a small kid Down in the valley Back in the Elias. At Uncle Ray's place At the Mercedes place Judah, David, German and the praises Melody like a sugar plantation in the memory of striving in the spirit, even though you go away. Our love will never change. That's why I say, like a seed today, watch it grow tomorrow. Then they will grow up stronger, just like flowers. Let them see today, watch it grow tomorrow. Watch. Can you stand tomorrow. with us? We're just about done. Can you help us sing it again? Then they will grow up just like flowers. Let them see today, watch it grow tomorrow. Watch it grow tomorrow. Give the cakey love. Cake love, and they will. I, my I will always love ya, And I will never ever forget All the things that I was taught When I was just a small kid Down in the valley Like a heat in love And I'll call place As we take place To the dead pajamas And the praises they singin' Sweet melody Like a sugar plantation In the memory of Shirt in the spirit so you go away, our love will never change, that's why I say, watch the go tomorrow. watch it grow tomorrow, give the kid you love, and they will grow up strong, just like I love Black the sea Like Pastor Brian, like Pastor Jimmy like the the Pastor Jay, just like Carlos, plant the today. Like Pastor Geisen, like Pastor Jayden, like Pastor Jerry, (laughs) just like Booyah, plant the the seed today. Watch it grow tomorrow Give the cakey love and they will grow up strong Just like I love
0: You know the message really is Planting the seed, which is the Word of God And as it plants, let it take root How do you let it take root? by believing what the Word of God says, applying it in your life, and doing exactly what the Word says for you to do. As you do that, you're planting the seed today, but even greater, watch what will happen tomorrow. And then we can love those that are around us. We call them keiki, the little ones, or those that are immature in their faith. We can help them grow so that one day they'll be strong like Kahlo, like you and I, like family, in our loy. So know this, when God pours out great things in your life, just say, Lord, I receive it. I thank you for it. Now God says, use what I gave to you. And that is the seed of faith. Everybody got that? Father, we thank you for an awesome word. We're about ready to go home, cover your people, keep them safe, and Lord, let them plant the seed Today, that greater things will happen tomorrow. We give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Somebody shout, Amen! Now tell your neighbor, plant the seed today.
1: Plant the seed today. Watch it grow tomorrow. You go God
0: bless tomorrow? you. We love you. Thank a you. A Have an awesome day.
1: Stay close. Like like take a picture. Plant like Pastor Brian. Oh, stay, stay, stay like Pastor, stay, 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 like Pastor the Jimmy. The love, like the Pastor J. And we'll and stop, just like hollow. At oh, the sea today. Pastor Guy Sand. Oh, like Pastor JD. Give the cake love, Like Pastor Jimmy. Just like hollow. Oh, like Deacon Steven. Like Deacon Puna, love. Like Uncle Richie. So Just like Carlo. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. gonna have the pastors come at the bottom. Is there any elders up there? They oh got chairs. Um, uh, can the elders come right behind the pastors? Hey. Right here. I like that. Oh! Yeah. The elders can sit down. <coughs> yeah. So we'll have that. we're gonna set the elders first and, um on the ground here, and then the pastors
0: will be sit behind them. <coughs>